Good people and fellow students, welcome to another episode of All That Yaz. And in studio with us is an R&B Chantos, a lady who makes no mistakes and is really caught up in her business. From the moment we first met her, she wasn't playing and now she's here to rack them streaming numbers up with her letters. The one, the only people, how are you doing? I'm good, damn man. These intros, man. I'm good. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good. I've had a bit of a long day, but I'm feeling good. You know, I'm in my space right now. I'm ready to go. Ma'am, you are literally, what, days, literally hours away from your first release. How is that? What is that feeling like? Uh, right now, I think I'm just like neutral because I think it's just, it's too close, but also so far it feels so I'm kind of feeling like, yo, this thing is coming, like whether I like it or not, the release is coming. So I think I'm just, I'm really confident in it. Yeah, it feels pretty good. What began your journey with music? Because I know you've studied it, but before even studying yeah. it, where did this all start? Probably in primary school when I started choir. I did choir. I was even winning awards there for most promising soprano. Oh, <laughs> okay. Soprano. <laughs> Let's get it. You're the I used to be up there. I'm not anymore. Uh, maybe with enough training, I'll go back. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's where it really, really started. It was with choir in primary. And then in grade nine, we started an a cappella group. Then in grade 11, we had a musical at school. Um, it was of Greece. Uh, and I played the role of Rizzo. So we go together. Like Rizzo is the, she is the best character because she also has, I think she has the best song. Okay, the best song is hopelessly devoted to you, but she has the, um, What's that one? There are worse things I could do. I could do. Yes, that's my girl. Rizzo is my <laughs> baby. And like literally everyone was like, why aren't you auditioning for Sandy? I'm like, I'm not here for Sandy. I want Rizzo. I know what I want. Rizzo's the one. After that play, I was like, no, I'm going to be a, I'm going to go into musical theater. So that was the plan. In matric, I did a talent show for the first time. I sang like alone on stage for the first time. And I was like, oh, this is cool. But I still didn't pay any means to it. Because in my brain, I'm still like, nope, musical theater. Yeah. Got to first year after, in the second semester, that's where I finally got to do um, acting. Because remember, I said musical theater. So I got to do acting and then I did music as a, another major. At the end of the year, like they ask you, okay, so what are you studying next year? Like what's going to be your major for the rest of this degree? And then um, I was like, I don't know yet. I think I'm still going to do acting. And then my music lecturer was like, listen, yeah, you need to be here. Like you, you, you're really, really good at this. And you could probably go further this side than you can in acting. And she was like, I'm not like discrediting your acting. I think you're very good. <laughs> but no, but if someone's pulling you aside saying, ma'am, yeah. I need you on my team. <laughs> I was like, you want me? That's where I'm going. <laughs> so I told my parents, literally after the show, because um, at the end of the term, we had a show. So after the show, I go to my parents. I'm like, okay, look, I know we agreed on acting. I know we came to the agreement, but I lied. I need to go do music. <laughs> so then they agreed. And then it's been up since do you do you ever still have the dreams of musical theater i would love to go into musical theater at some stage but i just the stage life you know it's it's so specific hey <laughs> like your whole like your whole life goes into but it's the same with all all career paths but like with stage it's like you know all of your life is rehearsals and then touring and all those things i could never have time to do anything else 
So I would like to do it maybe at a stage in my life where I can make those kinds of decisions. If I can do Rizzo again, I will do it again. I'm curious now, since we are talking about musical theatre, besides Rizzo, is there like a specific role? Is there a dream role that you have? Because I know I have two, and I think at this point in time, I've aged out of one. But I always <laughs> wanted to play Seaweed Stubbs from Hairspray. He was he was the first character I think I ever wanted. I, I even know the, the, the black of the berry, the sweet of the juice. <laughs> I know the full, I know, even with the splits and everything, I know it. And then um, Dream Gold's um, Eddie Murphy's character. Those are the two characters yeah. that growing up I was like musical theater because I've always, I've, one of my actual goals in life is like when I'm like in my 40s to write, compose, if not compose, um, at least on the songbook, be mm. on the writing side, write a full on musical. So that's one of the things that I'm kind of dreaming to. But do you have that role where someone asks you and, you, and, and they're saying, we can cast you tomorrow for one musical theater role. Do you have that one that you did that you're just waiting? You're saying this one already exists and it's mine. Roxy Hot Chicago. <laughs> Doja Cat brought it back last year. Literally, like Roxy was always like one of my favorite characters. And then when Doja did what Doja did, when she made a Roxy Hot version of Say So, I said, I knew this is why I love you. I even had a dream last night jo- dojo was in my dream and we were best friends and now that we're talking about it, it makes sense like she brought back roxy heart for me dojo's the love of my life just for that solely that she re- like woke up that dream of mine if someone says we need a black roxy heart this week this come week. i'm ready actually why roxy heart though what about her is do you love about that character is it a specific song i just love like her character like development the character arc that she goes through she goes in like this dimwits in essence like she's so oh my gosh i'm gonna be a big star and everything is gonna be great and fluffy and pretty and then obviously jail i enjoy characters that go through a lot of changes and still in that change she was still able to catch her dream you know like her experience at jail probably made it better um <laughs> to have that dream of hers like come well, true. Well, block tango is your is your dance training. I mean, come on. Listen, yeah. <laughs> block. Um that's it's like all of my dreams look like that. All of the scenes, it's a different cell, and I go in. I'm telling you, <laughs> I I would kill Chicago. I would absolutely murder it. At what point did you start doing music outside of after? So how did we get to then, for example, Never Playing, which is now at almost under, we're just nearing on seven months with Never Playing. <laughs> how it really, really started, um, my best friend and I, we went to um, Lice Off here by Mainland. And a friend of ours went to Lice Off and they were like, no, there's studios that you guys can record here. I heard Pure wants to sing, right? And I switched from Nosi to Pure in high school. Like in matric, I was like, okay, I'm Pure now, guys. Because I changed all of my social media. <laughs> I'm Pure with a brand now. So like, they're like, no, I heard like she wants to sing. So just come, we have a studio here. We'll book it out for you. We recorded the song, no, Unmastered. It was just raw vocal on no harmonies, no nothing. Plain, plain vocal, put on the track. Um, we put it on SoundCloud under... I, I think it was pure. I think my SoundCloud name was just pure. I didn't promote it. I didn't tell anyone about it. The only the only people who knew about it, they were the ones saying, guys, she made a song. I said, shut up. 
Don't do it. <laughs> Why? Why though? People, people were trying to rip you. Why aren't you about people ripping? Nah, I, I, I was just like, no, nah, nah, I'm not ready for that thing. Like, because beginning of 2018, I didn't know that I was going to make music like properly. I didn't know that like, this is like 100% the career I wanted to go into. I was still like acting, acting, acting. That song went up on SoundCloud. A month later, someone after was like, um, I saw something <laughs> and it looked like your face. Uh, it you? And I was like, I don't know what she's talking about, to be honest, you know? I must. They posted on their WhatsApp status. Then all of a sudden, there's a bunch of pure, 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 pure. And WhatsApp status, I was like, what are you guys doing? I need everyone to shut up. <laughs> It went from like a hundred, a hundred listens, strings, whatever, to like, it got to like one five. And then I got too nervous. I deleted it. I was like, you guys no. are crazy. You are at a thousand five hundred strings. And I was like, nope. Deleted, deleted my SoundCloud. What? People off the face of that. <laughs> so that was like my first music experience, like like for real i can't then, even judge you because i've done that like i've done that at least three times it's over. okay i can't judge you i can't because no it's okay guys <laughs> so, not okay i was in jd i said more than 100 people listen to it because already at 100 i was like this is getting too serious <laughs> i saw i saw three three numbers i was like no this is too serious then um like for months people kept nagging me they're like nah dude put that song back on soundcloud whatever, whatever, whatever. And then I was like, nah, I think I'd rather just record new music, right? So then it got worse. Then people were like, oh, so you're gonna do music. Then uh, a friend of mine, his um, stage name is Dre. Um, he went after with me. He always brought his recording studio, like his re- recording equipment to like class and stuff. And then like he'd book a classroom and would like record. So we recorded, I think two songs together. They're not out. I, I-, I don't know if they're gonna come out or anything but like that was like you know music for real that was 2018 2019 2020 i did nothing until miles dms me right me and miles had never spoken ever i just knew this guy with the big hair and we had never spoken and he just sent me a yo on twitter and because i know it's miles i'm like what's up <laughs> <laughs> you know trying to be cool back um and he's like i heard you sing and i was like yeah who's asking you know that kind of vibe and he's like well um we're recording tomorrow are you available i looked at my schedule i'm like yeah (laughs) i'm very available i am clean ready to go what time he's like you can come anytime from 11 to you know whenever you're down and i had class at one i was like yeah yeah i'll come why was it there at 11 o'clock on the dot? <laughs> you said, screw this class. I'm going to get this I was, recording. <laughs> I was there at 11 on the dot. They were like, oh, shit. Like, you here for it? I'm like, yep, I'm outside. Let's go. So it was Miles, Joe, um, and this other nigga called um, Maseho, I think. I can't remember. But yeah, it was at his place. Oops. Um, and it was Miles and Doe. They had like a studio session going on. So then Doe, she had this song that he was making and then it kept playing in the background i started like humming something and i was like oh okay i really like this then miles starts like writing something and then like we like tell each other what we wrote and then it kind of matches so then i tell him okay you go first i'm nervous 
So he does um, the Oh My Days, yeah. Shawty come and she On my way, yeah. On the fucking way, the gun, on the hey, yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> so he laces that. I'm like, oh shit, this is cool. And I come in, dun, 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 not today. And then like, they're like, damn, that was crazy. You got on that like really fast. I'm like, yeah, it was really fun. And you know, the environment was cool. Then I pay no means to that song really. Cause I, I didn't even think it was my song. You know, I thought I'm featuring. Yeah. I was like, thank you. Yes, let's go. You know, um, this was August 25th, 26th, around there, 2020. We leave it for a while, but then we start planning. Okay. What are we going to like, what's the cover going to be? Um, what you know what story are we going with here like how are we going to promote this song and then they're like oh and it's yours by the way it'll be featuring me but it's yours I was like what oh my gosh yes I'll take thank you you know I was like thank you so much um, and then now I was just like yo when am I going to release this thing because I'm like busy with school and I know that like in my head now I'm like I'm going to be a big story so I don't want to distract myself from school <laughs> I don't want to distract myself from school like as as soon as I'm done, because I was even saying like the week that we finish, like that I finish school, we can drop this thing. I want to give the song everything because I know. <laughs> so they're like, I bet. Um, then we kind of leave it for a little bit. I caught COVID at the end of last year. So I couldn't even finish school on time. So everything kind of just delayed. But I guess perfect timing because then this year came and then I, I lay, um, put in like some of the, the, the backing vocals on there. Um, Because otherwise it would have been just like my first song, just playing vocal on a beat. So um, we added those backing vocals and then I went to KZN, the whole affair. So now the whole affair, I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, we need to drop the song. Then Buns posts the snippets with me on it, with um, the Currently California song. And everyone's like, who's that girl at the end, right? And I'm like, hello, that's me, you know, playfully. And then everyone's like, okay, now Buns, you need to drop this now. So I'm like, no, but Buns can't drop before I drop. Because then they tell me from the feature, they, they need... <laughs> they I want my introduction, but yes. Yeah. So we quickly, luckily we had taken the pictures last year. Was it last year when we took the pictures? I think it was last year. We took those cute um, Polaroids and everything. And we, we were going to fake relationship it. Because back then we were boys. And, you know, we had like a whole rollout plan. It just needed me to confirm the, the drop. So with Buns pushing that snippet and everyone wanting that thing, I was like, I have to drop. So we drop in March and it's literally been up ever since. But if it wasn't for that snippet, I'd only probably be dropping Never Playing Now. I'm not going to lie to you, Oaks. If it wasn't for that snippet, I would have relaxed. I have a theory and I know it's not a real theory, but this is my conspiracy. I know you love conspiracies. So love. this is my conspiracy that trustworthy never playing and keep that are all in the sun same sonic universe and a technically a trilogy oh my gosh that's like the most perfect thing you could ever tell me because trustworthy is my favorite song like on earth so you saying that it's all in the same realm because the thing is when i listened when i listened to if you even look and look at my the review that i did for never playing i said it was a sequel i actually called it a sequel because when i listened to it i'm like Okay, Miles's verse sounds very much like it's a progression from trustworthy. And then when mm. you came in, I was like, okay, now this is the other person who was who he was talking about <laughs> in trustworthy. Uh, and then and keep that. It's 
it's it it almost feels like it's now going back to where trustworthy was because at trustworthy it was in a conflict position right and and yeah. keep that your kid your Con- your it's conflict again he's not conflict um in terms of miles but you very much are say you're 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 ready to to <laughs> quit it you're ready to hit it and quit it it's done it's it's fights now it's it's that's what it is but because he is on the more accepting and on the more loving side it really still starts to feel like hmm I'm hearing this and it feels it all feels like it's connected in the same storyline but we're just getting different pieces of it so what do you think what do you take to that conspiracy I'm living it's giving everything it's oh (laughs) it's it's perfect because genuinely because I didn't even know Miles when like he dropped all of that I didn't know Miles when he dropped um early arrival so that being like one of my favorite songs, if not my favorite song, like on earth, Trustworthy is genuinely, I love that song to bits, right? And he's talking about this person. She wants, yeah, she wants him to spend time with her and he can't and all those kinds of things. And then in Never Playing, I'm saying again, like, you wasting time, hey? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm ready to go. And then in Keep That, I'm saying, now, nah, wrap it up. Yeah. It's... <laughs> Don't even want it. So it's a great, it's cool. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna say conspiracy confirmed. <laughs> let's go, let's go, let's go. I am living for it. Now, with trustworthy being, I think both of our favorite songs, well, at least it's in my top five favorite songs of the last yeah. like two years. I love that song. And since we're now on this like Bonnie and Clyde, Jay-Z Beyonce train, eh, I, I wanna put you on the spot, you know, and I wanna put your spilly on the spot real quick i'm going to do this multiple times and that i want to hear in the same way that you know we had holy grail with justin timberlake and jay-z and then in the live tour beyonce gave us her own version what would people's take on the trustworthy chorus be if you're now going on tour as you and miles how would you flip it up So you're making me take Rojo and Taylor's hook. Okay, I can do that. I can do that. I need a handle all my life. You know, some of my fall in your arms tonight. So please reassure me when your arm is tight and when you listen for me when I come. I need a handle all my life. You know, some of my fall in your arms tonight. Reassure me when your arm is tight and when you listen for me. I've been loved you. One moment. Get around you. One moment. I cut tasked you. <laughs> One moment. I feel like I just need to get, get the lyrics, but I'd body it. <laughs> I would body it. I love the song so much. Oh, if if they ever like take that on tour, um, I'm willing and able. If Rojo can't do it. <laughs> so now letters. Five tracks. What was the inspiration, first of all, for it being letters? Because we already know that um, Numbers was thanks to a, uh, a, a, a lovely article, Miss Covergirl. I saw Miss Covergirl give a lovely article to Pinnacle Pop and it's telling us, you know, how everything, the Shandys were going with you and Adrian and it was just a lucky happenstance. So now with letters, what was, what was that inspiration like? And when did you decide that this is when you wanted to actually start doing letters? I think I was in second year, 2019. Yeah, I think it was 2019 when I started thinking about post-grad 
and thinking about, okay, what's my first project going to be after this? Because, I mean, our final project at school is an actual project. Like, it's a, it's a four-track EP. The title Law of Three came to mind because, like, everything comes in threes. So I did more research on Law of Three, and I found out that, like, in life, you have three serious loves. You have your first love, which is, like, you know, everyone has a first love, and it's, you know all butterflies and rainbows. And even if like there's bad things happening, you're still gonna eat it up because that's your first love. That's your man. You will stick beside him. Then there's the tough love. The one where you like learn the most, the one where there's the most growth. And then there's the one, like the love, right? So I was like, ooh, that's corny. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, the girls are gonna eat it up. I was like, I bet. Early this year, when I started speaking to like everyone about like the EP, I was like, Ish, I can't have three songs, but I want three songs. I want three songs because I've had this concept forever. I want three songs. And I still wanted the title, Law of Three. And then Tyson was like, Ish, you need four songs so you can see how it's going to chart. And I was like, oh, Konje, you have to see where you go. <laughs> you have to see where you go on Apple Music. Yeah. So that you can, you know, so people know to carve you on the charts and stuff so i was like it's okay i still like love three but ish, we'll figure it out then i was like okay no how about four songs and i'll call it four letters i'll add another song i don't know what the fourth song is going to be about but i have the three songs still and then the fourth one and then we'll call it four letters and then they're like i bet at least as long as you just charts you know yeah then we actually started working on the tape because this was before we started working on tape um we just decided okay four songs four letters this is what it's going to be called based off my original law of three then i think it was in april when i recorded keep that bring that i recorded just the plain vocal and then on the day we dropped numbers then i started working on the finishing touches of keep that like just make it a little prettier you know like make it just a little bit more full miles added his verses and i was like okay this is my intro like I don't want anything else. And I was like, I don't want Miles on this tape. Miles is everywhere. I don't want him on this tape. And what he did, and I was like, oh my God, I need him on the tape. So after he did everything, and then Doe was like playing around with everything, I was like, oh, this is the one. This is how I want to start my EP. Cool. half of call me so everything until the hook we recorded and then i'm like uh, i'm kind of i'm not in the mood to finish recording and if not cool don't worry we'll figure it out oh no we didn't even we, we, yeah because it was just like the first verse and then the one hook we, i didn't even record that second verse i was just like i'm dead guys i'm tired it's been a long day I, I don't <laughs> i can't there's nothing left they're like oh, it's cool next time we finish the song get back into the studio um then miles the genius starts thinking of flows for me for the second verse and then i'm like damn it he wins again and so i take what he wrote he wrote that whole second verse i was like fine i'll sing this 
and it sounds so cool. Like, I sound so cool. Like, the delivery there is just so cool. I felt like a rapper. I was like, yes. So we just record first verse, hook, second verse, second verse, hook. And I'm like, I need a bridge. I've never had a bridge before. The girls are saying, you know, I know it's not going to be a Michelle Williams bridge, but I do need something else. <laughs> no, she like, is the queen of bridges. No one can do a bridge like her. In fact, if you look at pop music, it seems like after Destiny's Child went away, the bridges just started dying. Just, you know, Jay, because no one could live up to the standard. No one could live. And you know what? It's okay. I've, I've accepted Obuti. I'm just not Michelle Williams. And that's okay. Okay. But I was like, I need something after. Get back to the studio. Ended up leaving that song completely and writing now the third song. The third song that's on, I think it's, um, it's Caught third, Up. Yeah, third song is Caught Up. So did you yeah. write this? Did you write the actual EP chronologically in terms of the way it's placed as well? Yeah, for me, I just wanted a start. Like, I didn't need, like, the order of the rest. I just needed to know that the intro was done so that I know where to go from here. Because another thing is with Doshi, he makes the beats and then you start writing and, you you know, whoever feels the song the most gets on the song, right? So it was always just what I was writing. And then I'd, like, look at the lyric content and I'm like, hmm... This could go after this, and this could go after this. And it just ended up being that everything was in order anyway. From the moment I walked into the studio, I didn't know what I was going to write that day. But I knew that I need to walk out of this place with the song. There's another song. I can't even remember how it sounds anymore. I haven't heard it in so long. But there was another song that was supposed to be track three. Telly loved it. We recorded it, and then I never got that song because we were at a different producer's studio. So he never sent through that song. So I said, you can then keep that song. I don't want it anymore. Because it got to the point where I completely disconnected. Like, for me, I remember all of the things that I write. I forgot that song. I was like, why don't I know the song anymore? Like, I don't remember writing it. And it was a full song. We recorded a full song, harmonies, all the good stuff. It was done. It just yeah. needed to dance. And then I was just like, I'm just over the song. We're going to need to write another one. I put that in the back of my mind. And I was like, okay, anyway, we need track four. We'll get back to that song. We had a studio session here at my house. We do no mistakes. In my mind, it's still called four letters. And this was, I think, two months ago. After that, I'm like, okay, I have done EP. Like, literally, we even chilled. We're like, yes, plus EP's done. Huh? And then the song doesn't come. It's, that just doesn't come. We're begging for the song. It doesn't come. I'm like, you know what? Fuck that song. It's time to record another song. So then we have a studio session at Miles' house. And then I record Caught Up. I literally write Caught Up quickly. We record it. We like it. I'm like, uh, four letters is boring. I just want to call it letters now. And then I was like, something, something between caught up and um, no mistakes. There's something missing. Can we please do an interlude of some sort? Even if it's like one word just being repeated, we quickly, quickly did the interlude. Miles actually has rising credits on every single song because every time I was stuck, his brain is like, okay, I have a melody for you or this line or whatever. So with the latest interlude, because I rose, thank you, got the leather, and no, he 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 was like na 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 na, and I was like, I like that melody. Hold on. Then I I write the first line, and then he's like, um, I love it when you put it on me, and then I'm like, okay, 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 we're cooking. I do the third line, and then he does the fourth line, and I'm like, this is enough. Like I don't want no other words on this damn song. Thank you, 
this as many times as you feel necessary though but this is what i want you to do i'm going to come in on this part and then from there you can loop until your past desires and then he goes okay this ep is done not even a week later he sends through the masters and i was like my ep is done this is perfect like i love it this is perfect he sends in another set of masters like a week or two later and it's completely different he adds those the wine pouring and the and the letter the pages and the he went off he went stupid he you know does the transitions making sure that everything um flows nicely for apple music and stuff it's just been up ever since but it was all chronologically except for the letters interlude we did that after the um no mistakes it all came out so naturally the story ended up telling itself so it's like a situation ship in keep that it's like a situation ship is you know that love where you don't you know that this is not a real thing one of you is denying it and then you get the first love in call me and you get the hard love in caught up then you get this hmm something good is happening in the letters interlude and then you get like the one in no mistakes so i it was just a nice progression and you know, I just I'm so in love with how the project came out. Now I'm going to ask you a question I know every artist hates but I always still ask it anyway. What is your favorite song on letters? Oh, my favorite song is No Mistakes. Shame. You think I'm not going to answer? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh it's also my favorite song. <laughs> no Mistakes is my favorite song. It's I No Mistakes like followed by track 2, Call Me and then Keep That Bring That. That's currently my You're my podium. Good my podium positions the reason why i really like no mistakes and this now ties it back to roxy hart and the theory i have it's not it's not a theory but within the way doshi produces for you there's almost like this bossa nova type bass that you know that that jazz that you can just samba to it's got that feeling that's consistently there so i always get this bossa nova feeling like five years from now when you've now got like this, you've got this massive catalog and you can now actually play around and you've got a full band that you would actually do like a full bossa nova-esque, even jazz-esque type of troupe with the type of music that you're giving because it leans that way. And your voice, now that it's even getting huskier, is leaning that <laughs> way. So I keep getting those bossa nova feels specifically from the production and also just even when the production leans that way, you have this way of just like coming in very sultryly that ties it kind of in which is when you said Roxy Hart I was like I I see the jazz I see the (laughs) (laughs) you know it's crazy like because I think my my biggest influence being like neo soul and like hip-hop neo soul underlining what underlines neo soul the most is like this jazz sound that comes in it's like jazzy rap and I was always saying that at some stage in my life I'd really like to go into jazz so knowing that you can hear the hints of that, I'm so happy. But now let let, let us let Pure be Pure, you know? We have both collectively decided that our favorite song from Letters is No Mistakes. So please endear us in a acapella vocal of No Mistakes. Okay. You looked into my soul. Seen size nobody knows. I hope I'm what you chose. 
I hope it's not for show. Just sitting around, you should know. I know what I found. Here we go. I want you around as I grow. I find it profound how we have come so far. I think it's who you are. Don't be a part. With you is where I start and end. Don't think we can pretend. You know you're my best friend. There's too much to forget. There's not much I expect. The love that I accept, what we have can't end. You're always in my head, but if we'd ever end, I'd look for you again, no mistakes. Cause we should take some time. Let me stay with you, you stay on my mind. I ain't complaining cause I can't live life without you standing in. So why is this your favorite song? Yeah, it's, I don't know, like that song, it's giving me 90s head bob. It's giving me blurry, juicy couture. It just feels so good. It's only one verse. The hook just keeps repeating. I could have just kept going with that verse writing that thing it was just it just came out so naturally also the lyrical content like imagine telling someone like like there's no mistake with you like i know for a fact that this was not a mistake like this is this is like legit yeah. um that this isn't gonna end now but if it does end in another universe you know in another world another lifetime i'm gonna come back and find you no i snapped <laughs> i re- Oh no, you did. First of all, I think from a lyrical perspective, it's one of your most open lyrics that you've done in terms of just laying it all on the line. But also, listening to it, I could see where this could go live and I could see this being like a centerpiece. You play this song and everything goes quiet and all eyes are now on you. The emotions are so strong. Your vocal is at the center of it and it's just guiding you through what you're talking about, this love. All of my songs is, is you know it's it's a real experience and all those kinds of things but like this one it just felt different it's so raw yo if you didn't know what's going on in my life right now just go listen to no mistakes and understand that i'm good <laughs> <laughs> right now uh understand i'm taken care of um because you can feel that when you hear the song like you can feel that nah she's good no mistakes because i ain't playing with you we should take some time let me stay with you, you stay on my mind I ain't complaining cause I can't live a life without you staying in it No mistakes cause I ain't playing with you, we should take some time Let me stay with you, you stay on my mind I ain't complaining cause I can't live a life without you staying in it
moving back into letters there's something which i found very fascinating and i think i messaged you about it in terms of specifically um call me there's an element of your voice which sounds a lot more huskier than usual and i've not heard that from you prior so is that is that something which is an intentional thing that you're kind of bringing in what was the decision in ensuring us that specific like color within your voice because i found really really fascinating so this huskiness um it's always been a, a thing in my life literally since i was a kid they used to make fun of me in primary they used to call me red cross because i used to have a little bit of a husk and it used to be a little bit deeper than because i had a voice deeper than some of the boys so they'd always go no see no see go huh you know <laughs> like, wow. it was bad i've always been the kid with the huskier voice and like the deeper voice and then i got to um after and then apparently the husk is because i'm using my voice wrong and i was actually damaging my voice it it wasn't like an intentional thing cuz i do have a natural husk you can hear it even when i speak yeah. i do have like a own you know and um people always told me that you can hear that i can sing in the way that i speak cuz like there's a tone thing in the way like my voice comes out so they're like no you do have a natural husk right but it seems to be getting worse and i was like oh hectic so now what must happen and um they said no you have to go to a specialist so i went to the hospital to an ENT and the specialist was like okay uh we're going to have to put a camera in your throat and see what's going on there but obviously because it's a camera you have to be under for it yeah. whatever we find we'll remove right but we're just letting you know that there's a possibility that we might remove something so i was like okay cool i went under woke up in the worst pain my throat is on fire they're like okay so you have a nodule you had a nodule a very like a swollen nodule on the right hand side of a vocal cord and then on the left hand side there is a small one but it's too small for us to remove um if it does grow you can come back so i'm probably going back to hospital in a year or two or three but yeah they had to shave down that nodule because it was sitting in a very dangerous spot to the point where i could possibly lose my entire career if i had not quoted that like, yeah, so for those who don't know what is nodules from your understanding in like pure terms a nodule is basically a growth that is formed on your vocal cords and the way in which it sits is what causes pain or the change in your voice or like the damage most of the time it's just it's damage but it's just the growth to be honest it's kind of like tonsils but more on your actual vocal cords where tonsils is like just the back of your throat but a nodule is on the on the box and it's caused by like i think it's if not friction and just using your voice wrong and by using your voice wrong like even the way we speak is wrong the way i'm speaking right now is wrong i shouldn't be speaking up here should be resting uh, yeah i i actually speak here but yeah. um and i don't like what people tell me that <laughs> i have bad man voice <laughs> it's not harder i just don't like being made fun of the first time i sent the voice notes with my real voice it was to telly i was like sending a voice notes i think it was about um i don't even remember what it was and the first thing he said was how batman i was like you know what it's done <gasps> i'm no. not okay wait so what what does your real voice sound like my real voice is down here my <laughs> real voice is literally down here and it's not even that bad i'm like that that it doesn't sound bad at all it's not that bad i don't understand why people are always on my ass about it but i think maybe it's because when i normally speak i speak up here 
So then when I bring it down, it does sound a little bit more dramatic and like it does sound a little bit more serious. But yeah, like we're speaking wrong. Obviously, because I didn't realize that I was speaking wrong, I was singing wrong. I know that I sing lower, right? But in the way that I was singing lower, it was wrong. When I was trying to sing high, it was wrong. Like everything I was doing with my vocal cords was wrong. You know, we're actually supposed to be doing like just a little bit of a warm up before we get into full blown conversations every morning. I didn't know that until they told me um, Wait, in what? speech that we're supposed to warm you. You're supposed to warm your voice. You're not supposed to just get into it. You must, you know, some kind of like a, like a humming. It's just a little bit of a scale thing, even if it's like a three scale. Like just go up three notes and go down three notes and just keep doing that. If, you know, when you go brush your teeth, do something along those lines. And I didn't know that. So now that you do know what it is and now that you do know that you have nodules, has navigating music changed for you or what are the kind of processes you've been taking to kind of manage that? Before then, I mean, I really didn't take warm-up seriously. I'm not even going to lie to you. I did not take vocal warm-up seriously. I would literally just start singing. And then I wonder why I have a croaky voice after 20 minutes. So now I just know that if I'm going to sing, because I mean, it's really, really hard to tell yourself every single day before you speak, I must do some kind of vocal warm up. And then if I do speak, just make sure that you speak less. Also, I'm a very talkative person. So telling me that I'm a shut up for a couple hours, it's just a bit rough. I sleep really, really early. Um, so I, I use my sleep to vocal rest. Um, but I do like, I know, especially see when I know that I'm singing. And if there's a possibility that I'm going to sing, I definitely in the car, on the way at home, you know, I'm doing some for, some form of warm up. I'll definitely always do like a warm up and everything like that. I will never just start singing because if it's not like where I will be singing. So if it's not like at, in studio, it's the car ride to studio. I have like um, I have a whole bunch of downloaded vocal warm ups that I do. It's from I think it's called Vocal Academy. So I, I practice all of the vocal groups and then. As soon as like my, I've reached, you know, that end where it starts being a little airy, then I stop and I let it continue. But I do as much as I can on the way. And then post singing or studio or whatever it is, I also do a kind of like a warm down, kind of just a, just let your vocal cords know that I'd be good. Cause you know, it's the same as stretching before you, you know, play a hockey match and stretching after. And then also I've incorporated teas and stuff, ginger teas, anything with honey, spoon of honey. Most of the time I do it, but it's just a bit hot now. So I don't do it as much, but usually every morning I wake up, I have a tea. Um, then I go on about my day, just make sure that everything's warm. Also um, keeping hydrated. I drink this much water, maybe like two of these every day because you need to keep your vocal cords hydrated and yeah. warm because the moment is dry that's when the problem starts so i do do the things that they told me to do maybe just not to the extent that they told me to do them at and now with that since you're talking about the more that you have to sing right now singing isn't necessarily your full-time vocation how's it actually been like navigating pursuing music and then also trying to make a living when music isn't your current living it's hard, <laughs> but job hunting for the past couple of months has just been really, really tough because it just hasn't been working out. 
I've, I've been looking for a job um, in like retail, trying for like reception style, like being a receptionist, anything that I could find, I've just been applying for. And then like, it's like re- rejection after rejection. Um, it's just, that is just hard on its own. But I know that it's only going to get harder now trying to navigate music and now work because now that I have the job that I've been looking for and now there's going to have to be like the split focus with music still being my main one I'm only doing this job for the music because I need to find this this career that I love so much now that I have it it's just going to have to be me trying to balance and make sure that I'm not disturbing my music i'm here for music i studied music i this is my everything music is everything to me so i need to make sure that my first baby is doing well it's all it's all a part of life i think (laughs) it's a whole bunch of lessons that i've i think i'll just continue to learn and to find my way through now that you know that you've got this um sales job that you're doing as well as working music in an ideal world what do you see like the next year of your life looking like i see music taking off i'm not even gonna lie to you i really really believe that my music is gonna take off um this job i'm only gonna be working for the next five months hopefully that's all i'll need and maybe something a little bit more workable will come out of it because i don't think that retail will work out if my career takes off. In the next year, I definitely see a big shift in my career. 2022 will definitely have visuals. It's a done deal. We're definitely working on that. Are we going uh, to get during... to meet Acting Peel since, you know, all of Period. this started with, all of this started <laughs> with musical theater. So I believe just like Lady Gaga found ways of always incorporating musical theater until she got to the Oscar moment. You can do it too. So uh, we're gonna we're <laughs> gonna be meeting actress Pure within these visuals. Yes, my creative director. His name is Tyson Cream. If anyone knows him, you probably know him of Survivor. And y'all really, really gonna get acting people her her shine. <laughs> if people want to get a hold of you in terms of whether just from listening to you in terms of socials or even for music, what's the best way that they can kind of interact with you on that? I am my most active on Twitter. If you need me, tweet me for sure. Um, Call me, uh, tweet on- me. If you want to reach me, when you want to reach me, Period. tweet me, babe. <laughs> My, my Twitter handle is a new handle. I feel like people aren't following my new Twitter. They still think I'm Piwoki. Um, my new Twitter is Piwo Official. Um, I'm also pretty active on Instagram, which is Piwo underscore. And then I'm trying to be a little bit more active on TikTok, which is Piwo.official. Um, and then uh, if you have any serious questions and stuff, it's nocpiwodube at gmail.com. Thank you so much for giving us uh, your time in terms of letting us into the journey behind letters, your journey actually navigating as a vocalist and as a rising R&B artist. I thoroughly look forward to seeing more of what this journey holds for you because again, we're literally only seven months into it <laughs> and this is where we are. So where's three years going to be? Like, it's very I'm exciting to kind of listen <laughs> so i'm very excited to see what 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 more kind of jumps off from this journey that you're on and yeah it's, it's really really exciting and i'm really excited for you for this thank you so much like this has been so cool and it feels good to like share finally and then also share with people who really want to listen and speaking with you has just been so good like it just it's just felt so good and how you like analyze things and 
Like you really, really listen, you know. Like you, you're not just listening so you can tweet. It's mad. <laughs> you genuinely oh, wow. listening to the stuff, and you know you're giving like well formulated opinions, and it's just this is what we do it for. Oh, thank you. I'm glad. I'm I'm glad that the that the ecosystem is ecosystemming because this is what we needed to do we need we need spaces to talk about it we need you guys to create the beautiful music and the beautiful art genuinely thank you this has been very very fun uh at least now i know i have another musical theater head period have a good rest of your night thank you so much thank you again hey